<laughs> Welcome to ASMR. This is Bookord. I'm Megan. I'm Denise. I just said I'm Megan. Who are you? I said I'm Denise. <laughs> are oh, we okay. doing this Sorry, again? We did second. this on another episode where you're like, you had to say your name. I'm like, I, I said my name. <laughs> Ma'am. I'm sorry. Like, am I speaking I'm sorry, I'm void? sorry. <laughs> but anyway. I muted myself before I sneezed. <laughs> oh, my God. I was on top of that. Oh, my God. Yeah, listeners, um, it's been a rough month uh, of just sickness, Dude. allergies. Like, tis the season, can man. You... Like, it took both of us out. You can hear it in our voices. We're done. <laughs> 2023 so done. better be healthy us because <laughs> fuck this um i'm just mad because i literally went through most of this year like i made it through this first half the year without my kids getting me sick and then i went to spend uh the weekend with my friend and her kids and her kids are like nine and under and two of her kids kept, like, getting, like, this weird sickness thing. Like, one weekend with them, and they took me fucking out. Like, Damn. I got home, and I was so sick. And I hate being sick on my breaks, because I like getting paid when I'm sick. <laughs> like, I have to be sick for free? In this economy? Yeah, basically. <laughs> In this economy? So, uh, I was upset. That's hilarious. See, for me... Like, <coughs> wow. Uh, case in point, <laughs> um, I got the week off, so I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna, like, you know, get some shopping done, I'm gonna hang around the house, I'm gonna chill. Like, it's not like I was like, oh, I'm gonna go out a lot, but, like, you know, I was gonna do my thing, watch my shows, and then, like, I get sick, and I'm like... Oh, so I can't even do, like, that shit for fun. Like, it's literally just me in bed. No, you can't. Staring at the ceiling, <laughs> contemplating life, and it fucking sucked. Like, literally three days of my vacation. And you don't even have the energy, like, you don't even have the energy to do all that stuff. Literally. You're just like, mm, no. Yep. So I got, <laughs> I got nothing done in terms of my, my fun hobbies that I was saving up. My... The sweater I was crocheting, no work done. The shows I was watching, nothing. I think I was just on Instagram when I had the mental capacity for it. Because <laughs> even that <laughs> took me out. <laughs> so we are actually recording this on the 31st. Um, I think we're just going to upload this blind at this point. Recording? Like, Why even edit it? Let's just, let's just upload it. And hope for the best. Recording live. Because we need to make December. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> so just like we did last year, we wanted to do our uh, top reads and our most anticipated for next year. And that is what we're going to be doing. Fuck you. <laughs> So we are going to get started. I'm going to go first. We're going to start with our top reads. And I feel like... And these are also unranked, we... too. So we're not doing yeah. it in order of, like, our favorite to least favorite. It's literally just like, I really like this one. Yeah. So... That's my drum roll. <laughs> Insert sound effects here. So... <laughs> Except we're Except not. Except we're not, because we're not we're even... Just, we're just going to upload this. Like, um, This is off the rails already. Um, my So for my 2022 top reads, no surprise here, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins burr, burr, Reed. Burr. I am not even going to do a summary of this because we literally have two episodes on this book because of how amazing it was uh so yeah that's my first top read of 2022 and since that's also on my list i second everything <laughs> megan said go check out the episodes they were like three <laughs> hours long in total so like that shit was good we had to split it up 
good ass book. It <laughs> different. <laughs> like that romance, like everything on point for that book. That's all I have to say. <laughs> My sister's also like obsessed with that book. Um she I think read it like twice this year already. Like she just like is obsessed, so we got lots of people who love it. <laughs> I know it's like super popular on Goodreads. <laughs> do you want to do another one or do we just want to go back to me? Yeah. <laughs> go back to you, lady. I did okay. mine. I did mine. <laughs> back to me. <laughs> uh probably this is gonna happen again because Legend Born by Tracy Dion was also one of my top reads. Um, I know the sequel came out this year. Uh, I have not read it yet. I'm afraid to because I'm like, I heard that it's wait good. between Legend Born and the second good. one was like hurtful. So I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to hold off on the sequel until it's a little bit closer to the third one coming out. Once again, not really going to talk about this one because we literally have an episode on it. So go read it. I know. We pick really good (laughs) books for the podcast. Might I add? I know. Um, It's almost crazy. I'm excited for the sequel. I have a gift card to Barnes & Noble, so I'm probably going to pick it up. I've heard good things. I've seen it. I've seen the sequel on a lot of people's top reads. So fuck yeah. Mm. I'm going to check that shit out. Probably in the next two months. Probably not this next month. But that's my book. <laughs> Keep picking the same ones as me, Megan. Good shit. Oh, well, I know for a fact that this is not going to be on your list. Mine is It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. Oh, oh. oh. fuck. <laughs> it is a romance. I know that's not going to be on your yep. list. This is a very popular book on Book Talk, which. Usually, I don't take very seriously on Book Talk. Um, I've heard but, of Tessa Bailey before, too. You know what? Our friend Maeve um, of the um, Book Bimbo podcast and Book Bimbo YouTube and Book Bimbo everything, um, she recommended this book, and oh. it is a Shit's Creek inspired romance with. Um, Alexis as the main lead, pretty much. So I was like, fuck yeah, man. And I loved it. I already want to reread it just for fun, like, just because I'm, like, remembering things about it. Um, it's a... Uh, it's a cute romance where the guy falls for the girl fairly quickly, and he just treats her like a princess. And I just... Chef's kiss. <laughs> okay. Haha, what's yours now? So I also had Tessa Bailey's. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, don't even lie. Don't even lie. Is that even a good lie? <laughs> no. I would look at you like, Bitch. are you okay? Blink twice <laughs> if you need help. Did someone else make your list of these? Because I don't believe it. <laughs> so. I had The Hacienda by Isabel Cañas, which we did an episode on. Oh, that one. It was so good. Um, Go check out the episode once again. That shit hit. I love the vibes. Everything about it was done so well. And I loved the historical aspect of it, especially. I love that shit. And especially in horror. Oh, I'm there. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Good shit. The Hacienda was good. Um, I The only reason it's not in my top ten is because I was like, I know Denise is going to have it on hers. And I try to be different, unlike Denise. Ah, you know? Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. My next one is Stella Rune by Shannon Messenger. And I can't say much about this because I know Denise is going to be reading this soon. But all I can say is that this was in my most anticipated. I love the um, Lost Cities books. Um, And this book was really good. Something amazing happened in it. Oh, my God. 
the most amazing thing ever happened in it, I and I need that. Denise to read it that. right fucking now so we could talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm going to start chugging them along tomorrow, right? Is today the 31st? Oh, yeah, fight. New Year's. It's which, my New which Year's Which one are you on? You're doing... I think I'm on the same one. Denise is doing a reread of them, I... so which one are you on again? The fifth? The fourth? No. I don't fucking remember. Oh my God. I'm Girl, dude, <sighs> I couldn't find the audiobooks for them at my library. Anyways, anyways, don't, I don't need the stress. We're ending the year on a positive note, Megan. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So what is your next top read? <clears throat> so unfortunately, I know that was not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it yet. <laughs> um, I had Hell Followed With Us by Andrew Joseph White. And I think you can't even see my copy right here. Mini. No, it's like literally just off page. Oh, really? Just off screen. Make, Sorry. Just make off page. your browser larger, Megan, and you'll see this in its beauty. Okay, I think this is. Hold on, I want to get it because this is my favorite. Okay, point again, point again, point again. I do see it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it has like. Okay, I'm gonna rave about this because I got like a from a a box I've never gotten from before, but they have that like thick material. And then you can mm-hmm. see, I don't know if you can see the, can it focus? She's pretty. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. This is my favorite. Like, I just think the design she, is so cool. She's pretty. It was designed by one of the mods from TBR. And I'm like, holy. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Auto buy when she shared it. So let me talk about the book, though. Let me talk about the book. Because <laughs> um, okay, okay, this okay. isn't sponsored. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's, it's a dystopian fantasy book. The main character, um, has certain powers that they learn about throughout the book. And it's a horror fantasy specifically. And the imagery, the shit that goes down in this book, holy shit. From beginning to end, I was into it. I think this book, I read it in like two sittings, maybe. Um, and I immediately wanted to own it for myself. I knew it was going to be in my top 10 when I read it because it was, it was good. Okay. All right. Nice. The next one on my list is the Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. I have talked about this book before on the podcast. Can't remember what episode but um, basically, these uh, older, these elderly people are hanging out in this super nice retirement village in England, and they have a club called the Thursday Murder Club, where they get together to talk about um, some cold cases, and then a murder actually happens around them and they have to solve a real life murder and it is so good the characters are some of the best written characters ever um it's so funny it pulls on your heartstrings i was laughing and crying at the same time (laughs) at some points it felt like with this book um cannot recommend it enough um the only reason the sequel isn't in my top reads as well is because I was trying to make this a diverse kind of list. I was like, I don't, I can't have them both on here. I need to like make room for others. So, um, and the third book came out. I'm really excited for. It. I'm just waiting for it to come out in paperback because I have the first two in paperback, and I'm one of those people where I'm like, I can't have paperback and then hardcover. Yeah. Like it throws me off. I'm a weirdo. No. That's normal. Hello? But, uh, yeah. So, Thursday Murder Club. I I think I listened to it after you talked about it that that last time. I got the audiobook, like, two weeks later. Because you said, do the audiobook and Mm -hmm. don't read it. Like, visually? What the fuck? Um, And I (laughs) saw what you meant. I really liked it. I haven't read the sequel, though. Um... I, don't, I just haven't put it on reserve, but I did like it. I saw what you meant about the narrator. Like, she really captures the vibe. And- one of the best, 
one of the best audiobook narrators I think I've read. Uh, I've listened to. Sorry, uh, <laughs> right. she does the voices so yeah, well. She captures the vibe for the character very well, and I was like, oh my god, this feels like like mm-hmm. I'm just listening to an actual like <laughs> like especially because of the TV yeah, show, yeah, because of the way the book is written. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm listening to someone like tell their diary or something. But that was good. <laughs> I've read yours. Yeah. Um, where am I? <laughs> Uh, my next one is The Marvelers by Danielle Clayton. I don't know if you've read this one, but... I haven't read it. It's a middle grade, right? Yep. I haven't read it yet. I've seen it everywhere. I really want to read it. It's on my list to read. It's on my TBR. It gives me HP vibes, not to, like, do it, but, like, you know, that is the OG for, like, a school with different classes and shit. Mm-hmm. But they do it so well. I love it. I've read I've read her books. I've read a couple of her other books, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I think this is her debut into middle grade. And holy shit, was it fucking okay. good. This is another one that I read very quickly. Okay. Um, and I knew it was going to be on my top ten. Okay, like, it was good. That's all I can say. The vibes mm-hmm. were there. I read it at the beginning of the year, so I can't <laughs> say much else. <laughs> uh, my next top read, I'm on number six on my list. Once again, these aren't ranked, but just to give Denise a heads up, too. Um, <laughs> I am on number six. Uh, the Murder of Mr. Wickham by Claudia Gray. Uh, this was such a fun book. Um, it basically brings the majority of Jane Austen's characters together in one place, um, including some of their kiddos. And uh, spoiler alert, Mr. Wickham dies. Uh, <laughs> it's in the title. Oh, my God. And, and the daughter of um, the leads in Northanger Abbey and the son of... Uh, Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy, who is also, like, on the spectrum, in my opinion. Um, They are the ones who are trying to solve this murder, and it's so good. It's so cute. I really hope there's going to be more of them. It's, in Goodreads, it's a standalone. I haven't heard anything about there being more, but I think it's so cute. She could do more, but yeah who knows but yeah i really enjoyed this one especially as a jane austen fan so if you love jane austen uh definitely recommend this one and i like that concept of like taking existing characters and then just like okay let's just add these others and just run with that and and that way you're not really Mm -hmm. tied to the original story the way it is for um what is it called uh retellings you're just kind of like, well, I'm so mm-hmm. far in left field. Like, might as well keep running. I don't have to stick to that shit. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't read many of those. Do you not read fan fiction? <laughs> I don't. I used to be such a fucking fan what? fiction person. I don't. I think the last one. I know. Uh, I read fan fiction way more back in the day than I do now. High school but... me. That was all she read. Ooh. <laughs> High school and middle school me, that was... I was there. That was my jam. I was writing it. There's this I one was Twitter thing. that shit. Dude, that's all I did. There was this one um, tweet I saw on book Twitter just recently about this woman who found out that her 13-year-old was reading... God, who was it? The Immortals? Like her 13-year-old niece. I want to say... Colleen Hoover, I think, is maybe oh. who she found out they were reading or whatever. Um, I haven't read any of her stuff, but I guess she can get like some. I guess she can get a little spicy in her mm. books. Um, I think her spiciness scale is on the same scale as maybe Sarah J. Moss. Oh. So like it's spicy, but like there's definitely worse out yeah. there. But um, she was like, "Oh my god, my 13 year old niece is reading this." Like, can someone? Uh, give me some like cre- clean wrecks for books or whatever. And it started this whole debate of gatekeeping, like they called it gatekeeping of what kids are reading, like based on like of um of uh like spiciness or whatever. And people 
are bringing up this whole, like, man, when I was that age, I may not have been reading spicy books, but you should have been, you should have seen some of the fan fiction. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was reading some filth, like, (laughs) in fan fiction. And, like, I didn't really think much of it. Like, I didn't consider it, like... Oh, this is too much. I definitely... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The fact that it wasn't, like, a published book, I was like, oh, it's okay. I can read this. (laughs) I know. It's like, I... Like, now with my siblings who are that age, like, high school age, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should recommend this book because it has, like, you know, some spicy stuff. Then I'm like, I, in seventh grade, was fucking reading... I don't know what, by written by other teenagers who also had like yeah. no fucking experience. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, I read this shit already, so I'm just gonna like, yeah, the same ten <laughs> phrases to explain a certain like body part. Like, and then I was there for all. I was like, yes, this is good shit. I've read this good shit. The 30th, se- uh, seven minutes in heaven I've read this week. It's okay. We're here for it. <laughs> yeah, so fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> this was a fan fiction. I wish this had some spicy scenes in it. Like, <laughs> I, I kind of dug, dug that. But <laughs> um, so. I'm next. Um, yes, I was like, where did we leave <laughs> off? <laughs> My next Can't one remember. is Fat Chance, Charlie Vega by, oh, Crystal Maldonado. I couldn't see her name. It was so small. This one <laughs> um, was plus size uh, Latina rep. I read it earlier in the year, so I can't remember much of the story. But I do remember that the main character went through, like, um, just, like, she had a lot of internal dialogue for what it means to learn to love your body and how it's a journey, mm-hmm. not a destination. So it's it's really easy to mm-hmm. criticize yourself where it's like, oh, I should love myself. But the reality is, is that you're constantly dealing with the media, with cultures, with people around you yeah. that will, like you will internalize that voice and you have to learn how to like deal with it. No matter if you're at a point where you think you love yourself or you feel that you're super confident, you can still have that internal voice that you've, um, you've taken from elsewhere. And it doesn't mean that you don't love your body. It just means you're on that journey. And I love that the book Mm -hmm. had that, especially like as a Latina where like you have, Especially as a Latina, like, the ways our culture, like, comments on our bodies, you know, it's that thing where, like, your grandmother will be like, oh, my God, like, you've gotten so big. And then when it's time to eat, they're like, why aren't you eating enough? Here's another helping, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, dude, I really like that aspect of it. Like, it really hits home. Um, And I love it. Like, she touches on so many things that it's just like, ah. Like tearjerker moments where you're just like, oh, like you said oh, it. Nice. I think that book's been on my TBR too, so I definitely will hopefully be picking that up oh, it's soon. Beautiful. <laughs> um, my next book is another one that I'm not going to talk about too much because we did another podcast. We did an episode on it. The Light of Green Doesn't Care by Ashley and Harry Blake. Oh, really? Uh, this ah. is a yeah. This is a sapphic uh, book with a um, romance between a lesbian woman and a bi woman who um, go through some shit, and <laughs> it's really good. Shit. I really enjoyed it. I know. I just picked up the sequel at the uh, at Barnes and Noble this week. Ah, buy uh, it. I don't mind but I'm excited to read it. Um, I'm interested in how she's going to handle it because the main character for the sequel is um one of the characters who I did not think was LGBTQ uh but obviously she is because she is going to be in a romance with a woman so I'm interested to see how she handles that like if this is going to be her discovering her sexuality or what or if she's just been in the closet this whole time I don't and know. I 
but I'm very curious. And I think especially, um, well, I don't know if it's a spoiler. It's just more of like seeing the journey of the character that the second book centers around. Um, looking at the first book, you didn't really have a lot of mm -hmm. time to like sit with her character and like learn to love her until at least mm -hmm. <clears throat> until at least the very end. So I'd love I like that she gets her own book where you get to like, you know, like kind of sit with her and learn to like her. I don't know. I don't know if that's how I want to say it. <laughs> but yeah. I like I like an unlikable MC or someone who has a lot of like traits that our society has deemed as like too strong. So I love that. I love that for Astrid. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, was this was this one of on your list too? Is that why? <laughs> no. I was just okay. I, I, I was <laughs> looking to see how much it was at Barnes and Noble because I wanted to buy it. I was like, oh shit, where's my list? Um, okay. Um, I have Little Thieves by Margaret Owen. Um, I read this one in January and I can't, it's a retelling of a smaller, I think the Goose Girl, it's a Goose Girl retelling and, um, it, it, mm -hmm. it's this girl, she pretends to be the princess, meanwhile, yeah, she pretends to be the princess because she has to steal some jewelry or some shit and like, it's one of those, like, there's a, a cast of characters that are all diverse and, like, like they're all just hilarious together. And you see the hijinks they get into. And the main character gives me Aileen vibes from Throne of Glass. Very uh, lone wolf who has to learn to, like, like people and, like, see the goodness in the world. I don't know. It's a really good book. I loved it. And the sequel is coming out next year. And I'm fucking ready. Okay. Okay. My next one is Betrayed by Emily Henry. Really? Uh, oh, this is another sorry. really popular. I know. This is a really, another really popular book on book talk. Um, I wasn't expecting much from it. And then I really liked it. Um, <laughs> I mean, not so, to be like someone who judges off the cover, but when I saw the cover, I was like, this isn't my book. This isn't my kind of book. It's not your book. I know. Um, very popular book. So I probably don't need to like say much about it. Um, it's this book about these two authors, uh, the girl who is, um, a romance author and this guy who writes um does fiction um i don't want to say like more serious but it's considered like more serious you know and um both are going through writer's block they end up being neighbors um in this little beach town and you know they make this deal of like hey like why don't we switch genres, like, see if that helps with our writer's block. So she starts to write more of what he writes, and he decides to write what she writes. Um, and, I mean, it's just a really cute book. The things that get discussed in it, um, her father, the main girl, her father had recently died, and um, my eyes, someone who lost her father fairly recently in the past couple of years, like, this just, you know, hit me. So that might be why I enjoyed it too, is just because I could feel some connection with there with that. So yeah, so be treated. <laughs> it's always those books that like you're expecting just like fun little like story, and then those darker moments. You're like, oh fuck! You're like, I wasn't here to feel, but <laughs> ah, fuck. damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I felt that. Um... <laughs> So, my next one, I have The Last Cuentista by Dona Barba Higuera. Um, this one is probably, like, the most different on my list just because it's a sci-fi. It's got, like, fantasy. It's got folklore elements to it. 
but it's a sci-fi and it's I still question this to this day because it's shelved as middle grade, but no. Yeah, it's shaved. Yeah, it is because I bought this because of you and I found it in middle grade. Yeah, and I feel like not to say that middle grade is like, you know, more juvenile or anything, but like the character is a little bit older. The writing style, everything gives me hello YA vibes. Um, Mm, Okay. But. I, it could be looking at the book. It looks a little short, yeah. So maybe that's why they did middle it's grade. It's short. <clears throat> I think. Uh, no, I, I'm not sure. I'm not gonna say it. But it's really, <laughs> really fucking good. Um, the author, I believe, she's written children's books before, and this is her first actual like mm-hmm. full size like novel for an older um audience and like she just knocked it out of the park she had so many different aspects of mexican folklore especially and it's like interweaved in the story of this girl who she goes on a ship where uh with her family because earth is going to um die like there no everyone on earth is going to die but they selected a group of people who will be able to go into the next world on the ship. And on the ship, everyone is put into um, pods where they're put to sleep. And when sh- she wakes up at some point and she finds out that like everyone she knows, like their memory is has been wiped. <clears throat> and she can't find her family. So she's on the ship with like these alien creatures okay who are, like, trying to essentially, like, wipe out what makes humans human, like, emotions, personalities, all of that, and just join this collective of all the same people, same personality types. And so, but the thing is, is that she didn't get her memory wiped with the rest of the humans, so she remembers everything, especially the the folk tales that she was, that were passed on to her. So she kind of has to use, like, you know, the stories she's been taught, her values to, like, um, find out what happened to her family. It's so good. I fucking love this shit. (laughs) I did a reread of it recently, so I'm like, beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I know you enjoyed this book because I bought it because of you. Um, Because you were... uh, you were raving about it, so yeah. Oh yeah. I told um I even got one of the other mods she read it and it's in her top faves and I was like, Yes! Fuels me <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um number nine on my list of this not ranked list, but <laughs> uh the <laughs> Oh gosh, um very Secret Society of Irregular Witches oh. by Sangu uh, Madana. I think I really butchered that last name because of the way I wrote it. Um, but this was a uh, book that came out this year. I read it in October for the witchy vibes. Mm. And I really loved it. Uh, the romance was super cute. Uh, it was a it's about this witch who is hired to train these witches who um all live together these uh three girls who are living together and uh that's not a good idea they um in this witchy society they tell each other not to live close to each other because like the magic gets out of control when there's more too too many witches around or whatever um but these girls love each other as sisters. They don't want to be separated. It's just a really cute read. Um, it is a uh, sunshine girl with a grumpy dude. And I just really enjoyed it. So if you're looking for like a comfy, warm hug of a book with some witches, I recommend this book. I, I read it last month. Did I tell you? I did oh, the yeah. audiobook. No, I you did didn't. I did the audiobook, and it was very cute. You're right. Okay. The only thing is, 
I thought it was going to be a sapphic romance when I saw the cover. It doesn't give you sapphic vibes. I also, because I don't read the description, I literally just went off the cover and I was like... Oh, yeah, you go yeah. in blind. I'm trying to think of the cover. Like a little, I'm trying to think of the it's cover. It's got a girl like, in a yellow dress. The cover has... room and a fucking... Riding uh-huh. over, like, a town or some shit. And a dude. It's a dude, girl. Like, what? He's fuck with you. Let me look this up. It is very clearly a dude. <laughs> what is it called? Irregular? It is very clearly a dude. <laughs> He's got the, uh, Yo. sideburns, the flat chest. It looks like a dude. Yo, I didn't even see him. Where the hell did he come from? <laughs> Where the hell did he come from? Bro. I you know, to be honest, I didn't even know there was a house. I just remember seeing her and I was like, damn. You just saw I the saw witch. everything else and I was like You just saw the witch in the top. And I left. just had really high hopes. I was like, you know, it would be really good as a sapphic romance. And then I get to him and I'm like, Oh, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I've never seen you before. I've never seen you before in my life, sir. I was like, get out of here. Where's the where's the other witch who she's gonna fall in love with and it's gonna be beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> that is not this book. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> that was the only thing that made me knock a star off. <laughs> that my expectations were not met. <laughs> not even the not even the book's fault. Not even the book's fault. That's all you, oh, girl. It. That's all you. Well, the story I had written in my head before I read this was very beautiful. <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah, I'm looking at my list. I'm like, which ones have I done? I'm looking at like a graphic with the ten. Uh... I know Denise and I are such different people. She is her list computer, probably on a spreadsheet. Mine is handwritten in a notebook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we work well together. <laughs> Except when you don't put things in your calendar. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Um, my next one is Vespertine by Margaret Rogerson, which I read um at the beginning of the year, too. God damn. A lot of these are from the beginning of the year. I think January, February was just a really good month for me, reading-wise. Oh, uh, I think because I save... All the books that I was really excited for, like in January, I'm like, I'm going to read these bitches first. So that's why. That makes sense now. Um, What the fuck was this book about? I remember the vibe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like um, this lady, she's trying to be like a type of nun who cleanses the bodies of the deceased. This is a fantasy, like a paranormal fantasy. But, um, while doing some shit at the church, she, like, she awakens this, like, spirit that is tied to, like, a ring or something. And it's, in this world, there are, like, artifacts that have, like, um, kind of like demons or, like, like, uh, spirits that are tied to them. And so people who are very, um... This is why I hate explaining books. Like, every word in the English language, gone. Um, uh, you can use the power of the of the spirit and, like, use it, which the main character finds out that she can do it. And so, like, she goes on this adventure, like, with this um, spirit that she has awakened. And it's just, like, it's fun. I think it <clears throat> it gives me, like... I am pretty sure the main character is on the spectrum, but I don't think it's explicitly stated. And then she also, um, because she's tied to this rev- this spirit slash revenant, is, I think is what they're called. She, um, like, they can actually listen to each other's, like, mind. And so a lot of the book is just, like, their fucking, um, their banter as they go through shit. Because she's just, like, this teenager Mm. is, like, bro, chill out. And he's, like, I have the force of the gods. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's just, like, bro, chill. (laughs) That's been on my list. Um, I 
enjoy, I really enjoy the author's other books. Um, oh. I love her Sorcery of Thorn. Uh, is it Sorcery Ravens? of Thorns oh, yeah, book, yeah. I think? Uh, I do like An Enchantment of Ravens, but Sorcery of Thorns was my favorite. Um, but yeah, that has been on my list. So yeah. My next top book, my last one, is a book that I read. I think it was like the first book I read of the year, too. Um, and I already reread it this year for reasons. <laughs> but it's Meg Jo Beth Amy, The Story uh. of Little Woman and Why It Still Matters by Anne Boyd Rowe. Mm. Um, this is a nonfiction, kind of like a uh, Auto-biography. Uh, literary, uh, literary criticism, oh. long essay kind of book. Um, I really enjoyed it. I love Little Woman, and um, this book uh, was just so interesting to read. Um, highly recommend it if you like Little Woman. Yeah. I'm but, excited yeah. to read it. That's my last one. When we do our secret in the works thing, <laughs> <clears throat> not to be secretive. Uh, <laughs> But I'm really glad that I listened to um, an episode, a podcast episode. I listened to like two or three on the author because, wow, like knowing what I know now about Louisa May Alcott, like it really changes little women. Like, yeah, it should. (laughs) It should change it. No, yeah. No, but it's like all the people who are all like Joe and Lori, Joe and Lori. I'm like, bitch, no, 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 no. Not Joe and Lori. Joe was never supposed to be with anyone. Okay, but like, listen. No. <laughs> listen. <laughs> she wrote it really well to no. where it's like, you know, there was something there. But because no. she got no. her heart broken, she was like, fuck, fuck Lori. And like, I'm just saying. She never got her heart broken. <clears throat> she was never in love with Lori. <laughs> I still stand by that. I still stand by it. Anyways. Okay, this could be a long ass tangent. <laughs> Let's not do this. It's, it's, what is your it's last just book? Me saying, but listen, and you're like, no, and I'm like, but listen, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, my last one. My last one is Goth Girl Queen of the Universe by Lindsay Zroll. I don't know if i've told you about it um no No. oh my god this one would probably be like my my top two for sure okay this isn't ranked but you know just in case you wanted to know (laughs) it's about this girl who she's in foster care and i think at the beginning of the book she gets put with a foster family who is this um it's a foster mom actually because it's just one lady and she's, uh, the main character is this awk girl, she's, she's goth, she's also plus-sized, and she's just trying to, like, um, get through life, like, just fucking do her shit, um, especially since she's in foster care, and her mom, <clears throat> it talks about a lot of, like, subjects, including, like, her mom having schizophrenia, and, like, what their relationship looks like with her, and the um her her learning to like you know <clears throat> like she talks about the things that she learned in foster care and from other families like how you have to keep like a certain distance from them how you have to like protect yourselves the things you have to say in order to make sure that you don't get too attached especially and how like her new foster mom is just like trying to be there for her like it's very like heart-wrenching and at the same time she meets this kid at school who is a cosplayer and he wants to utilize the main character's um fashion skills because she knows how to sew and like how to make clothes because one thing she says is that as being plus size and people not having the money to clothe her in the style she also likes she had to learn how to like do all this shit herself and so um so she helps him because he wants to make cosplays and like even um compete in competitions and all this shit so she learns to um explore the world of cosplay and like like all this shit i'm like oh my god this is like 
<clears throat> like except the foster care stuff i'm like oh my god like i relate to this character so fucking much um especially <laughs> especially her best friend oscar like shout out to oscar um and his like geeky shit oh my god i was like oh a mexican <laughs> cosplayer in a book i'm there hello <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that shit. Nice, nice. The title sounds amazing in and, in and of itself. Oh yeah, when I saw the cover, uh, I I was like, oh, sold. Goth girl, sold. <laughs> All right, we are now moving on to our most t- anticipated reads for twenty twenty three. Fucking our top reads took Woo! forever. I thought it was gonna be quick. Damn, look at this. <laughs> so my uh most my first most anticipated and these aren't ranked at, um either um, is the adventures of Amina Al Sarifi uh Sarafi sorry Amina Al Sarifi ah Sarafi <laughs> uh by uh S A Chakraborty um she is the author of the City of Brass trilogy Brass trilogy which I love. And this you is a story. Um, it's I did. did you mess I, with the title? I said brass. Title. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is going to be a new um trilogy that she's starting. Um, fantasy trilogy that has it's going to be on um the ocean, the high seas, or whatever. And it has pirates, sorcerers, and um, I think it's going to have a lot of the City of Brass vibes, but on the ocean. And I'm just super excited. Um, I love the City of Brass series. It's amazing. And this book looks amazing as well. So, yeah, that's my first anticipated book. I'm going to start out with my heavy hitter. Heavenly Tyrant by Shiran J. Yeah, I see you screaming, Megan. I see you <laughs> screaming. I was like, oh, she didn't say that one? Bitch, I'm gonna start with that one. I fucking... I'm fucking ready. Let's talk about it, Megan. Let's talk about it for the next 15 minutes. I am fucking ready for this book. The cover, the fucking title, Heavenly Tyrant. Oh my god. The author is fucking, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're killing it, they're killing it, I'm here for it, I'm fucking ready, I'm so excited, um, that's, like, we have an episode on the first one, go check it out, oh my god, oh my god. So that is also on my list, so... I'm just doing what you were doing for the first half of Stop this podcast, me. which is... <laughs> so that is also on my list for most anticipated now Denise what's your next one damn it <laughs> it's super easy Painted Devils by Margaret Owen the sequel to Little Thieves bam bam I know nothing about it cause I also don't read descriptions bam <laughs> bam <laughs> alright my next one is Hellbent by Lee Bardugo. Mm. It is the sequel to Ninth House, which is um, her first foray foray into um, adult fantasy. I am super excited for Hellbent. I feel like it's been a hot minute since Ninth House, so it's taken a while to get out, but I am super excited. It's Dark Academia, and I love that. So Those yeah. covers are Dark Academia done right. I am looking at you, Atlas Six. <laughs> what shots fired? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, those covers are gorgeous, by the way. Like, holy shit! I think I saw like a special edition for them too, and I'm like, damn, aesthetic AF. <laughs> um, I have, dude. I like. I. <laughs> you know what? I have The Cherished by Patricia Ward. I don't remember what... <laughs> I I know nothing about these books. I just know the covers are very pretty. And 
The vibes were there when I read the description. So, bam, bam. <laughs> My next most anticipated is Silverborn by Jessica Townsend. Mm. That is the fourth book in the Nevermore series. Um, the Morgan Crow Nevermore series. Love this these books. I have been waiting for this fourth one. I feel like it's taking forever. I am so excited. Can I swap out one of mine for that one? Because I also second that. All right. I looked up the description for my next one because I can't remember shit either. But the cover is gorgeous, okay? Like, can that just be my my descriptor that the cover is beautiful? I should probably I yeah, should probably you know, say the book. There's plenty of people like I you who do say that. Book, though. Hungry Ghost by Victoria Ying. It's like I think it's about um it's a graphic novel about an eating disorder about a girl with an eating disorder, I believe. Um but the cover like the imagery it should be an art piece alone because holy shit. I think that's literally what got me. And then when I saw what it was about, I was like, holy fuck, that's that's intense. But I'm ready for it. <laughs> My next most anticipated is another in a series. Um, it's Chain of Thorns by Cassandra Clare. Um, I don't want to hear any people coming after me about Cassandra Clare. I see it on Book Talk. I don't care. I just enjoy what I enjoy. Um, and I have been enjoying these series, especially the historical ones. And this is, I believe, the last one in this trilogy. So I am ready for it. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't read, I think. Um, well, I read the, what the fuck is it called? The Mortal Instruments in middle school, I know. And then I reread them as an adult. Mm -hmm. And then I think I started her Clockwork series. But I don't think I finished it. And I haven't read anything by her since. The Clockwork series is considered to be like the best yeah. one. The I read it as an adult. And I yeah, I think I liked good. it. But um, I don't know why I didn't continue. I can't. It's too long ago. Because there's a shit ton of books. Oh. Yeah? <laughs> oh, fucking... If you say so. Um, I have Where You See Yourself by Claire Forrest. I know this one's uh, YA Contemporary, which, like, I feel like that's a genre where I'm, I originally was like, uh, but now I've been reading them and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, this, I would have loved reading these in high school. Um, this one has disability rep, and it's about a girl who's uh, determined to follow her dreams. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was like, uh, especially because <clears throat> from the cover, she's in a wheelchair. And I feel like you don't really see like really many or I can't even think of another book where the main character is in a wheelchair. So I was like, you know, got to you got to see what's out there diversify your reads so i don't i don't remember what else there was about it but the cover is cute <laughs> the cover is really cute <laughs> <laughs> all right my next one is the mysteries of thorn manor by margaret rogerson who we were just I talking know. about throughout vespertine this is a novella she is writing about that sorcery of um, Thorne's book I was yeah. talking about. I'm excited for it. I love those two in the book. Um, they're super cute. And I'm just excited to see what adventures she's going to talk about. <laughs> I have Break Up From Hell by Anne Davila Cardinal. I think this one, what the hell is this one? This one was a horror fantasy. That's all I remember about it. But the cover looks fucking cool. <laughs> That's all <Okay>. I got. <laughs> My next one is Immortal Longings by Chloe Gong. Um, it is going to be her first book um, that is going to be like adult, considered adult. 
Um, it is inspired by Anthony, uh, Anthony and Cleopatra. And as a English teacher, I am all here for that. Uh, I love that Chloe Gong takes, uh, Shakespeare stories and, um, twists them, diversifies them. I am here for it. Um, and yeah, so I'm super excited for this one. So I have She's a Haunting by, uh, Trang Tan Tran. Um, I heard they recommend it for people who are fans of Mexican Gothic, but the description really reminds me of the Hacienda in terms of like, uh, they're in like this older historical house, a lot of atmospheric horror, um, like hearing bugs on the walls and noise and like cryptic warning, hearing cryptic messages type shit. Um, it looks fucking cool. And the cover is very pretty. All right. My next book is The London Seance Society by, uh, Sarah Penner. Uh, her first book, The Lost Apothecary, was the first episode that we did. Um, so I'm very interested in this book. It is um, uh, about, uh, God, what is it about? I believe it's about like a seance society, hence the name. <laughs> um, Welcome uh, to my world. <laughs> uh, I, I know. Um, I'm very interested in it. Um the Lost Apothecary was kind of a disappointment. Uh, so I'm interested to see if maybe this next book, um, her writing has just gotten a little bit stronger and kind of see um, where she takes it. Um, it's another, I believe, like woman empowerment taking um, revenge on men type of a story. And I'm all here for that. So I. I'm excited to give this author another chance and to see how she has grown. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I remember just kind of like reading the first one and being like, this isn't the book for me, but I could see like, like why people really liked it. Um, so like the author is, has strong writing and storytelling. Um, so let me know what you think. And then I'll see if I want to read it. <laughs> Will do. I'll let you test the waters. The next one I got <laughs> is City of Nightmares by Rebecca Schaefer. And the biggest thing I see, it's another horror fantasy. Um, they compare it Gotham meets Strange the Dreamer. Um, and it's about a girl who finds herself at the center of a criminal syndicate conspiracy and that just sounds fucking sick Ooh, i love criminal syndicate conspiracy fuck yeah so yeah i i see cult in the description i see monsters creatures it just uh, i'm sold my next my next one is emily wilde's encyclopedia of fairies um this is by heather fawcett she wrote um uh even the darkest stars which is a cute duology i really enjoyed it so i'm excited to read this book uh the quick summary is a curmudgeonly professor journeys to a small town in the far north to study fairy folklore and discover dark fairy fey magic, friendship and love in this heartwarming and enchanting fantasy. So I am excited for this one. It seems I think it's gonna be like a warm hug. I love when the um I love when they have the girls kind of be like the curmudgeonly, like curmudgeonly, uh, like type of person. I feel like it's usually the guy, so I'm excited for that. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> um, my next one is Seven Faceless Saints by M.K. Lobb. It's a fantasy. Why a fantasy? 
Um, I don't. The description sounds complicated, but I've I've heard really good things about it. I think from people who got arcs, and the cover is fucking cool. Oh, someone describes it as stabby by girl and soft boy who were childhood friends turned enemies and then became lovers. So, I mean, sold. Sold. (laughs) All right. And last but not least for me is Happy Place by Emily Henry. Uh, This is um, about a couple who broke up. Uh, but they made a pact to pretend to still be together for this annual week-long vacation that they do with their friends so as not to make things awkward. And um, I am excited to see... I like when you uh, I like when you get, like, second chances type um, trope. I feel like you don't see that as often, so I am excited to see this. My last one is The Black Queen by Jumata Emil. This one's a mystery thriller, a YA mystery thriller, which is, like, not my standard genre, but I thought it looked super interesting. Um, uh, it, This girl, she was going to be the first black homecoming queen at a high school. Then she gets murdered on her coronation night. And I believe... What? Yeah. And I believe it's her, um, her friend or someone who's gonna, who believes the suspect is right in front of them, another girl at their school, and wants to, um, find evidence and, like, make sure that someone gets arrested, right, for her, the the other girl's murder. And it's... It's, it looks good. The cover looks good. It sounds interesting. That sounds good. That sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know me. I love a good murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, it has like, it has, you know, racial commentary. I'm fucking here for it. Nice. Yeah. All right. So that is the episode we are literally going to just blind upload this guy so sorry it's awful (laughs) Uh, this month has just been kicking our asses so (laughs) i'll try to at the least i might just do like very soft editing of just like our coughing Like I'll do like oh girl no i was just gonna really unless you're gonna get can you get it up can you get it up today Yes. If you're telling me this is our episode, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck Rebecca. Fine. Okay, fine. Denise is going to soft edit this and then she's going to upload it because she's scared about her coughing. Me, I'm like, girl, you could hear me cough. I don't know. There might have been a fart in there. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was. I just don't want to hear. Thank you so much. I don't want people to hear me clicky clacking on my keyboard and your ass over there. I farted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. I don't. I think it was muted. I was really good about the mute button this time. Oh my god. All right, so <laughs> this was our top reads and our most anticipated. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope maybe we gave you some ideas of what to read next, uh, what to look forward to. And yeah, stay tuned because maybe some of our most anticipated will be podcast episodes. Will be an episode. Yeah, so maybe this is Ooh. kind of a preview of at least some of them. We'll see. <laughs> A lot of mine were sequels, so they uh, probably won't be episodes. <laughs> well, mine weren't, so at least mine. But they're also most of them were horror, oh so <laughs> I <laughs> Let's know. see if I can get her. <laughs> the Black Queen, though, you said that one scene. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> all right, this has been Book Horde. You can find us at Book Horde Pod, pretty much with every social. Uh, and I am Megan. And I'm Denise. 
I said my name. I said it. Why does my brain? Why does my brain not hear your name Bro. ever? <laughs> like you stare at me now, I and I'm like, where to this bitch? <laughs> I swear to God, I always hear this, and I'm, and then I don't hear your name, and I'm like, the fuck is wrong with no. me? Last time, I think I edited the episode and I was like, I fucking said my name. I fucking knew it. She <laughs> gaslit me. That son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. It's going to be the same shit this time, right. too. God damn it. <laughs> oh, we will talk right. at you guys soon. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>